0: hatred, animosity, disdain, also maybe somewhat of a respect. But the intensity in this rivalry, it plays second fiddle to no one. And you might recall, I went on record last year, South Carolina, think about what was at stake. The Gamecocks entered that game, losers of seven straight in the rivalry. And when it gets to a point like that, you just feel like, man, our our rival owns us. Like, they own us. They got the mental edge in the game. They own us, right? I went off script last year over the summer and the week of the game. And I picked the Gamecocks to beat Clemson. I was one of the very, very few that did that. Giving myself a little pat on the back here. Either way, I was one of the very few that did that. Gamecocks. Went into Death Valley and pulled off that 31 to 30 victory, which I don't need to tell you all was a massive boost for Shane Beamer in year two of his program, a massive boost in recruiting, a massive boost for the fan base and the expectations going into year three. This has been a season for both South Carolina and Clemson that most fans on both sides would rather forget the Gamecocks aspirations of matching last year's win total of eight wins, or maybe even exceeding that, getting to nine or God forbid, 10. The season has not even remotely lived up to those expectations, not even close from the opening snap in Charlotte. Think about that from the opening snap. Meanwhile, couldn't we say the same thing about the Clemson Tigers? A team that Heck, yours truly I picked to go to the college ball playoff. Clemson fans, aspirations and expectations of a return to the CFP. Dabo Sweeney going out and getting Garrett Riley as his offensive coordinator. Cade Klubnick returning full-time as the starter. Everybody blamed DJU for the struggles last year. Hasn't worked out. The way that most Tiger fans, or probably any, anticipated—certainly not Tyler from Spartanburg—as Clemson enters this game seven and four, a means to salvage the season for each. It'll be jubilation, celebration, and somewhat, somewhat of an exhale of relief for the winner, and an off-season of pure hell for the loser. I made the joke back after the Clemson game, guys, back after opening weekend, the Clemson-Duke game, I should say. After opening weekend, both teams lost. Both teams looked terrible. And I said, I can't wait for 5-6 and six South Carolina to take on 5-6 and six Clemson for a shot at the, the Gasparilla Bowl later in the season at Williams-Brice Stadium. Little did I know how close I would actually be. Sure, Clemson's already punched their ticket to a bowl game, but, I mean, South Carolina wins this one. Gamecocks and Tigers only finish a game apart in final result, and South Carolina's record will be in the SEC. Clemson's in the ACC, need I say more. What makes this fun, too, is neither team limps into this game, right? That's a lot of fun. Neither team limps into this game. South Carolina, winners of three straight against Jacksonville State, Vandy, and, of course, that big one last weekend against Kentucky, and then there's Clemson really sparking their season sparking this winning streak with that big win over Notre Dame, which I don't know that anybody gave the Tigers a chance or saw that coming. Beating Notre Dame, I believe it was Georgia Tech after that, if I recall correctly. And then North Carolina last week, of course. uh, Clemson did a great job defensively holding down Drake May and securing the big home win. So both sides with positive momentum and reasons to feel good about themselves. Admittedly, I am more concerned now than I was, say, a week ago about, well, how is South Carolina going to move the football on Clemson? Because a week ago this time, the thought and belief was Rattler at home, this offense at home, Dabble Loggins at home, they've been electric, they've been elite. And Kentucky came in, who is solid defensively, but nowhere near what Clemson is. They came in and shut that down really quickly. Gamecocks with about 250 total yards of offense. And all of a sudden, I think we're left sitting here saying, maybe it was the competition in those home games. Furman, Mississippi State, Florida, whose defense isn't good, Jacksonville State, and Vanderbilt. Those were the home games in which the offense was electric and Spencer Rattler played out of his mind. So, it makes you wonder. Also, Carolina's issues in the trenches, running the football. How do you get any sort of running game going with Mario Anderson against an elite Clemson front seven? For everything Clemson hasn't been this year, the front seven's still elite, right? But when you have a quarterback like Spencer Rattler, somebody who's beaten Clemson already, he knows what this rivalry is about, played in a hostile environment and won. When you got a guy like that, you got a shot. Spencer Rattler with the opportunity to cement his legacy, go 2-0 against the arch rival. And to be fair, he wasn't bad against Kentucky. Wasn't quite his gaudy numbers that we're used to seeing, but pair of touchdown passes, no turnovers, very clean game. He'll need to do that again. And then, of course, there's Xavier Leggett, guys, who I said it last week on these airwaves, and I'll repeat myself. Spencer Rattler and Xavier Leggett have to play well. Like, your best players have to play well. And Spencer Rattler on Saturday night, he can't just be good, guys. Not in this game. He can't just be good. He has to be special. He has to be exceptional for South Carolina to win. Because I don't think South Carolina is going to be able to run the football. I just don't see it. If the Gamecocks run for 70 yards or more, chalk up Carolina getting the win. I just don't see it, though. It's going to be tough sledding all night. South Carolina will have to win with the passing game. And against the Clemson secondary, that is much better than they were last year. Guys, Clemson defensively gives up 288 yards per game, only 166 through the air. And you look at the Tigers' track record this year, they've done a good job of holding down elite quarterbacks. The latest Drake May last week held him to 100 yards under his season average per game average and about 20% less in regards to completion percentage than his average. So Clemson's played some big-time quarterbacks, and they have fared very well. Now, on the other side, South Carolina's defense riding a wave of momentum. Can they carry that over in this game? Clemson cannot take care of the football, for whatever reason, cannot take care of the football. 20 turnovers, 13 fumbles lost. They've struggled mightily to just handle the ball. Will Shipley, Phil Moffa, as good as they've been running the ball. They've had their issues with fumbles. They've had their issues. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea, Or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SpursUp. That's S P or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. South Carolina's defense, up until a couple of weeks ago, guys, have been abysmal. Every single game this season. It's amazing how playing teams like Jacksonville State and Vandy can get your confidence high, right? But To give credit where credit's due, South Carolina's defense was awesome. Against Kentucky, they're the reason the Gamecocks won that football game, and they're the reason why South Carolina even has a chance to reach bowl eligibility. Now, as we mentioned, you know, Kentucky and Clemson aren't mirror images, but a lot of similarities. Clemson's just going to be a way better version of what Kentucky was doing. The Garrett Riley offense, they want to be spread. Maybe not quite as much play action, but Clemson wants to run the football. That's for sure. That's where it starts and ends for them. The Shipley Maffa duo, and of course, Will Shipley, a guy that has torched this Game Cox defense in two games. Last year, if they keep giving him the football, they probably win the game. Let's call it for what it is. South Carolina has forced 10 turnovers the last three games. Can they keep that up? I think it's going to take one in the turnover margin, guys. I think it's going to take a couple turnovers. And if you can slow down the run and make Clemson one-dimensional and this becomes a quarterback battle, South Carolina has the clear advantage with Spencer Rattler over Kate Klubnik, And then there's special teams, guys. Beamer ball. You hate to go into a game and say, man, that has to click for Carolina to win. But, I mean, we've seen it before. Kai Kroger, Mitch Jeter, is it a block kick? Is it a block punt? Is it a big play on a kickoff return, punt return? That clears the path to a South Carolina victory and back-to-back wins. This is always a really tough pick for me because you talk about separating the head and the heart and what the heart wants versus what the head wants and, 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 and going with your... You know, what your logic tells you, your football sense, and and not just your fandom. This is a tough pick. It really is. And over the summer, I picked Clemson to win this game. At that point, though, I thought Clemson was going to be a juggernaut, truly. I, I, I thought Clemson was going to be much better. I thought they were going to be a college football playoff team, and silly me. The jinx worked, though, I will say. That was a great jinx I had. Either way, you look at this game. I think this rivalry has as much juice and as much energy as it's had in so long because neither side really knows what version of their team is going to show up. Neither side really knows what's going to happen. williams Bryce Stadium is going to be packed out. It's going to be electric. It's going to be a raucous environment on Saturday night. but I don't think it's going to matter. I think South Carolina is going to struggle to stop Will Shipley and Phil Moffa, that one-two duo. I'm not saying they're going to run for 200 apiece, but I still question South Carolina's front seven and slowing down the run game. I don't think Cade Klubnick is some great player. I think Clemson will be better served, probably going out in the portal and getting a quarterback this offseason. But I just don't know, and it's hard for me to believe. You know, South Carolina stifled a Kentucky offense that was ranked almost 100th nationally. And I know Clemson's not world beaters. But I think they're going to be able to run the football enough, I think, offensively. I think Spencer Rattler plays a clean game. But the Gamecocks, you talk about a team that's not going to be able to run the football I don't see much of anything getting going there, right? Gamecocks had 50 rushing yards against Kentucky. 27 of them came from Rattler himself. So I think it's going to be another scenario like that where that Clemson defensive line takes over this game. I think Spencer Rattler, Xavier LeGette, they're going to get theirs. they're going to make big plays. They're great players. They're going to make big plays. And so a lot of this game really does, as low-hanging fruit as it is, it really does come down to turnover margin. If South Carolina wins the turnover margin by two or more, they win the game. There's no question. They win the game, right? If Clemson's coughing up the football like they've done all season, they win the game. And I think South Carolina will force a turnover or two. I I do. I really do because Clemson's turned it over every game. They're going to turn the football over. Can South Carolina capitalize when they get those opportunities? That'll be big as well. Red zone efficiency will be huge. The biggest difference is this. The biggest difference in last week and this week, South Carolina is going to force a couple turnovers. I don't see the Gamecocks playing a clean football game offensively because I think Spencer Rattler, it's going to be all on him. He's going to be under duress. I would not be surprised if later in this ballgame, He's trying to force some things. He's trying to force some throws. And Clemson's defense is good enough to make him pay and make this South Carolina offense pay. I wasn't nearly as worried about the offense until I watched the Kentucky game. And I just, after watching that, I think South Carolina skill position players in a lot of instances are better than Clemson's. But Clemson has the clear advantage where it matters most. That is the trenches. Clemson, still top to bottom, is the more talented team. They have more quality depth. I don't think anybody's denying that. I think this is a really close, competitive, back and forth ball game. I think it's a fourth quarter battle. I think it goes down to the wire. But as I mentioned before, the road team has had so much success in this series. So I don't think that home field advantage, I don't know that it really matters. I don't think it's a reason to make a pick. I I just don't. I don't think it's a reason to make a pick in this game. So I think Willie B is going to be shaking, going to be rocking. I think the run game of Clemson will neutralize that. I think Cade Klubnick and that Garrett Riley offense will make a couple plays there, but I think a lot of it's going to be run game. And I think Clemson last year. One of the reasons South Carolina was able to take advantage and win that football game, Clemson stopped feeding Will Shipley. I don't think they make that mistake again. I think they feed Will Shipley. I think they feed Will Phil Moffat. They do just enough in the passing game, but I think it's the running game that leads Clemson up and down the field. I think South Carolina... It'll be a valiant effort, but I just, I think the thing that held this team back all season long is going to hold this football team back yet again, and it's the offensive line, at least on the offensive side. Four-quarter battle, back and forth, revenge on the mind for the Tigers, and I think Clemson will get their revenge at williams Bryce Stadium. Guys, lock me in. I've got Clemson 27 South Carolina 20. And again, I I don't have to say it, I shouldn't have to say it. I'd love to be wrong about the pick, but I'm going with my head, not my heart. Running game for Clemson makes a difference. South Carolina I wouldn't be surprised. I say they win the turnover margin by 1. But I think they have to win it by 2 or more to win the football game. I don't think South Carolina is as efficient as they were against Kentucky. And for those reasons, I think Dabo, Sweeney, and company get their revenge, get their eighth win, sending South Carolina to five and seven and a long offseason in the capital city.